0: Presented by AT&T. Connecting changes everything.
1: I am on with Mario Lopez.
2: What's up, y'all? on Mario Lopez. Joining me now in studio from the ABC show, The Good Doctor, actor Freddie Highmore. Welcome to
3: the show, man. Thank you very much. Thanks for having me on.
2: Congratulations on all the success. With so much content out there for your show to pop from the get. It's pretty cool, right? So far, so good. Yes. So yeah, far, so good. <laughs> <laughs> right? How you like it up in Vancouver?
3: Vancouver's wonderful. I actually was on... Uh, a different show, Bates Motel, that filmed up there as well. Oh, that's right. Um, so it's been for good For five years. Yes, Vancouver has been very good to me. Yes. It's eight, my eighth year in a row or wow. something now on the two shows.
2: And being a former child actor myself, I was root for other former child actors. How old were you when you started?
3: I think I was, the first big thing I did, I was maybe 11, 10, 11, Finding Neverland. Um, that was a
2: great movie. Yes, well, that's right. We are about the same age when we started yes. that. And how
3: old are you now? I'm 27 now.
2: Wow, in yeah. twenty seven now. Wow, that's great. Did you find the transition um, as difficult, or were you pretty blessed that it, it went pretty smoothly?
3: I think I was. I was reasonably lucky. I think probably being on Bates Motel, a show that I kind of started off as a as a kid. I mean, an older kid, a, t- yeah. a teenager, but still a kid help and then finishing it over the five years and kind of leaving more grown up the transition kind of happened for me if right. you like on, and so it was never this stage of thinking oh my god like when's the time that i'm going to be changing from you know being a kid to a to, to an adult it y- just kind of happened on right three. you
2: weren't stuck as a perpetual teenager that, no. that definitely helps right there um the good doctor back for season three what what can you tease us about with the new episodes
3: Yes, uh, season, I can't believe it's season three already. It just goes by quick. It huh? goes by so quickly. Um, Sean this year is uh, go, he's going on his first date in the first episode. Um, Congratulations. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> uh, little bit by little, we will be exploring Sean's romantic. Uh, so he's romantic finding stories. love. Hopefully he'll find love. I mean, the first episode's called disaster, so oh, right. um, you know
2: what? That's how usually first dates go, though.
3: Exactly. <laughs> like, so, so whether or not that's a spoiler, I guess it remains to be seen. Yeah. But, um, but yeah, we're, we're we're looking at that this year, and also I think for all of the residents, it's their uh, f- they're going to get their first opportunity to lead a surgery for the first time and take on that responsibility of of moving up in the medical world.
2: And, and this is fascinating for the past couple of seasons. You've also written and directed Mm -hmm. a couple, a couple of the episodes of very cool. a lot to take on. Which, which hat did you like wearing the most?
3: Oh, that's a tricky question. Um, I mean the, I guess both for, for different reasons. Uh, it was, you know, I'm, I'm very lucky that David Shaw let me into the writer's room to sort of be in that, um, Pretty special world that they usually keep people like me out of. Uh, so that's I'm, an interesting world, uh, yeah. Isn't it? yeah. Uh, so so I was I was lucky to do that and write the first episode last season and and directing I I really enjoy and would definitely love to do more of as time goes by.
2: Good for you. Um, have any real life doctors come up to you and say they are fans of the show or? You guys really nailed this or I mean, that we
3: did very or, bad or, yeah, yeah, we're a little off on that yeah i'm sure most people who are doctors watch the show and find flaws i mean just right. just by dint of having like a 10 hour surgery that you condense into a couple of minutes right, right. Uh, i'm sure we take many shortcuts so uh so i apologize to all doctors who watch the show and are disappointed but we we do our best
2: it's television of course is yeah. the terminology hard to learn
3: Sometimes, like wrapping your tongue around the different phrases and making it sound effortlessly, yeah, yeah, natural that you've been right. saying it for years. I think at the beginning, I had this idea that I was going to learn the medical jargon in a real way and kind of investigate it and, like, <laughs> yeah. episode by episode, truly try and understand what happens. Right. But that I gave up on that pretty quickly. Probably <laughs> as smart. you realize that actually it's a lot more complicated. Yeah, exactly. Than <laughs> you've also
2: got this dark comedy in the works for TBS, Homesick. Mm-hmm. What's this one about?
3: That's something that I uh, am co-writing with a British writer. Uh, it's mm. still in very early stages, but uh, yeah, hopefully we'll get to move on soon to the next stage at TPS. At I'm excited about that one.
2: Have you always liked writing since you were young?
3: No, I think I kind of got into it on Bates Motel. That was the first time I got to, I got to write, um, you know, professionally in, right. in quotation marks. And I guess it came out of a natural desire to want to be involved in the wider process. And you kind of get to know the world so well yeah. uh, and know the character so well. And, and I felt like I wanted to contribute in, in other ways too.
2: That's cool. You literally learned on the job. You yes. To the job. Wow.
3: Yeah. In and no that, better way. <laughs> exactly. That's what's been great about television is that you, you know, the, the writer's room format is very conducive to, to learning. And, you know, the writers on The Good Doctor are a wonderful and certainly David Shaw took me under his wing and you can try things out and you have someone who's looking over your shoulder, making sure that things don't go too bad.
2: Yeah. Yeah. The nice mentors are important. Exactly. Now you got an interest, an Instagram page, but you don't post on any social media uh, specifically try to
3: avoid it. I mean, I I guess that, Probably would be the conclusion. <laughs> <laughs>
2: or just Given so busy, not Given that I had it with right. a tick,
3: and I'm like, I'm still just thinking of what that first post is going to be. You know, after, <laughs> after all these years, I just can't kind of. It's come a lot up of pressure. Right it's a lot
2: of pressure. <laughs> ah, um, it's impressive for someone your age.
3: Yeah, I, I guess it never. I'm sure you have the same thing of not. You know, when, when, I was young and and starting up in this world, it wasn't really so much of a thing, and so there was always a very clear separation in my head of the, you know, normal life and going back to school and right. going to university and hanging with friends. And then, um, and then the sort of professional, sort of slightly insane things. And I guess having always had that separation, it's just something that I've, that I've just maintained. Yeah. Good for but, you. But maybe I'll find something I just don't think I have anything interesting to like put on there anyway. I mean, well, I'll tell you on what, my Instagram, like one, a photo, of the, you know, once you go there, then it can become very addicting. <laughs> then
2: it's time consuming. Yeah. And then all of a sudden you're writing monologues on your, yes. <laughs> which by the way, are a big pet peeve whenever, <laughs> no more than two line captions, please. My only advice for you, uh, before I let you go, I'm going to put you on the spot. Quick questions, Uh-oh. quick answers. Okay, Freddie.
3: Yes. I'll, I'll do my best.
2: Current song that's stuck in your head.
3: Oh, the, the the Taylor Swift "London Boy" song, because we're from well, I'm from London, and uh, and so all of our friends have been, you know, playing that constantly. So Appropriate. That, that's in my head. Okay.
2: <laughs> the last show you binge watched?
3: Um, Fleabag actually, which is brilliant. And of course it was only six episodes. So I know it wasn't the like biggest commitment in terms of watching. <laughs> oh, well that, no, that's but good it, to know. I didn't know it was only six because I haven't caught I think, it yet. Yeah. And wow. so I would highly recommend you watch that.
2: Okay. Yeah. You know, this is a fun fact. Out of the 27 Emmys that were given um, this past Sunday night, 17 were to... Uh, Brits they're taking over that's a fact imp- that's pretty impressive probably though. time for a second revolution right yeah, <laughs> yeah. isn't that pretty crazy though but that's a that's a, a fun fact yeah. I don't know how much fun it is for Americans <laughs> but for uh, the Brits I'm sorry great. I feel we like we just I'm... need better actors <laughs> right, right right I exactly. should apologize we've
3: always been we've always been here maybe it's got too extreme now people are gonna there'll be a backlash I just thought that was fascinating I, I read that at the beginning that. it was like oh like lovely yeah. little like Brits coming in we can have a couple of them but that seems a extreme now they're
2: taking Brits Beat it now. Celebrity crush growing up.
3: Oh, um, I never really had a celebrity crush. Really? I really didn't. Hmm. I mean, I'm trying to think what it. Yeah. Okay. What did you. What did you who was your. Uh... It was a show when I was a kid.
2: No. You weren't born yet. You, you wouldn't know who they are. Here's the point. I had a lot. Then <laughs> they changed off.
3: Marion Cotillard. I always thought that she was. Oh, wow. Yeah.
2: Very mature. <laughs> <laughs> a mature celebrity that's a crush. mature celebrity crush okay when was the last time you needed a doctor
3: um i should have some good story about this shouldn't i given that i'm on a medication. not at all you could have just
2: i've been pretty had a l- stomach I, I mean
3: touch wood <laughs> i've been pretty lucky so far i've never really had a a medical Emergency. Okay. Um,
2: Mara needed one last week.
1: I can
3: (laughs) see (laughs) him with (laughs) my
2: torn bicep. At my age you start needing them a lot often, unfortunately. (laughs) Toughest word to say in an American accent.
3: Um I think I always find it's the O's, but I can't think of a word with like with the O's in. Like ostrich? maybe that one no or I don't I know mean, why that, that came to mind I'm, I'm trying not, to think I've octopus yeah I've ne- I mean I've never said ostrich before so that <laughs> could so. be a very difficult one <laughs> it's the first word I thought of with it oh I don't know why let's <laughs> uh, give me another O word I don't know another O I mean, word that came to my mind Octopus. I was thinking o- octopus Octopus. I was thinking more of like the the kind of no, the like no, no, I don't know. There's oh no, no that, that kind of O sound. Oh, that and okay, the O sound. Um, yes, ostrich as well Ostrich. <laughs> <very> ostrich. <laughs>
1: so, so after doing the American accent for years on multiple shows, is it easier or harder now?
3: I think it gets it gets easier. I think with Sean on the Good Doctor, his it's not only the accent, but he's got a very particular. Voice and way of speaking, um, certain cadence, yeah, exactly. And I think that that actually helps maintain a. De- it's not like I'm just speaking as me in an American accent, it kind right. of puts on it, it becomes something different, and the distinction makes it easier to transition in and out of.
2: In between takes and in downtime, um, do you go back?
3: I try and stay in it as much as possible on set, I just find that it yeah. is easier. And so, we've I've I just would come imagine down from Vancouver. And so it's slightly weird speaking in my normal voice now. I'm like, I should be saying my O's very differently. Oh, no! (laughs) So I'm probably overly exaggerating (laughs) to compensate.
2: Fair enough. Well, watch season three of The Good Doctor Mondays on ABC. You can follow him on Instagram at... Freddie Highmore. Although there is isn't there's <laughs> no post. nothing, there's not, but but be on the lookout for the first. You never know. Let's it's, take a pic. It's gonna Maybe be epic. Maybe I can. Come
0: on, we'd be a good first pose, Freddie. <laughs> Let's take that pic. Thank you for coming. Thank you. On
1: with Mario Lopez.
0: Let me run this by my lawyer. Is a really helpful phrase to have in your back pocket. Legal Shield has been giving legal peace of mind for over fifty years. They connect you to a vetted law firm in your state for an affordable monthly fee want an experienced set of eyes on a contract fine print or you finally want to get that will done legal shield has a dedicated group of lawyers who have your back no matter what the future brings sign up today at legalshield.com forward slash iheart pplsi does not provide legal representation or advice see a plan for complete terms
1: okay round two name something that's not boring a laundry oh a book club computer solitaire huh Ah, oh, sorry, we were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes.
2: Chumbacasino.com.
1: No purchase necessary. by law. 18 plus. and conditions apply. See website for details.
2: This is Malcolm Gladwell from Revisionist History. eBay Motors is here for the ride. With some elbow grease